to the first episode of the gimmicks podcast which it doesn't really have a better name than that yet we're uh we're still working on that part of this i uh i'm gonna invite alex up here he's gonna join me for segment one uh on the new show here for those of you who don't know know me i am big ben collinsworth uh gimmick number 7883 also known as big ben martin um, I am taking over a couple of different spots here in the gimmicks world. I'm going to be doing this show uh, as a podcast format. We're going to be distributing it as a podcast as well. And um, then we're also, I'm also going to be doing stuff on the discord and the standpoint of like trying to help everybody take their characters and develop them along the way to get us up there into, you know, show world. Um, that's what my new role is here. We're going to do a brief rundown of what the podcast is going to be today. On today's show, we're going to have Mike Tenego and Alberto Portillo. I hope I didn't mess up his last name. Um, they are the writers and producer of House of Chico. Then after them, we're going to have Wrangler and Asboom to come up. They're going to talk about the move to AVAX. Uh, we're going to get answers about who is under contract with the WWW and who is not under contract with the WWW. For those of you who are out there, you should know what I'm talking about. And uh, then at the end, we'll get some announcements. Um, <clears throat> also, I mentioned changing some Discord stuff up here. We've changed around a lot of different channels and stuff. And you'll notice two big distinct changes, which is that we've had Inca's Shtick Shop, which is ran by community member El Inca, uh, also known as uh, Tim. And uh, Inca will help you with your gimmicks and your stories. And there is a forum there now. So you can actually talk in separate conversations instead of the big rush of guild chat or general chat and what used to be uh, show off your gimmicks. The other one that you'll notice is another forum called Asked and Answered. And that's where we're trying to answer directions, answer your questions more directly uh, than, again, general smack, which is fun and all but uh, not always the most clean means of communication. So with that moving on, that's what's happening on those ends. Uh, hey, Alex, you, uh, you there, buddy? Yep, I'm here, Ben. Hey, hey, so uh, episode one, House of Chico. Uh, we got to see it on the stream, the live stream that they did for the Zoom the other day. But of course, that was uh, a little more um, a little more interrupted than an un- uninterrupted viewing at home. Uh What'd you think? Well, it's definitely nice to you know watch it without any um, excitement. But uh, it it's it's hilarious. I love. I think somebody just mentioned that this the, the narrator cracks me up, and the fact that like Chico's aware of the narrator is is one of those is those funny lay, like overlaying, uh, you know, levels of a joke. For, for the show that just makes it that much more wholesome and kind of makes Chico realize like where he's at and is constantly pointing out you know his his failures to him so it's just kind of that adds another level of comedy to it yeah it's the 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 narrator and I feel like all of the voices in this cast like everyone is so distinct 
um, as a sound and, 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 and as what they're doing already that I'm really excited to see where they all go. You can definitely kind of see where Chico came from now too, as far as like out of all of these characters. Um, it's, 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 it's good. All, it's really interesting all, already. I, uh, I want to also note if uh, you look in the graveyard, I didn't know that um, Adidas spies burial plots for deals that they kill. Oh, I didn't. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I was yeah. watching it again recently, and I got cut off because because uh, of work. So I need to watch it a little more closely. I did notice uh, there's there's quite a few uh, hidden brajules throughout the throughout the thing. So you know, keep oh, your yeah. eye out for hidden brajules. Oh yeah, All right, check out the tombstones. Tombstones in there, and then uh, yeah, I, I you know I kind of also find it really interesting that uh, the, the cemetery turned into a tourist trap essentially. That's pretty much the the part I was getting to when uh when my boss decided to call me <laughs> and I saw yeah. you know the taco stand and the guys uh all trying to sell merchandise and stuff like that. That's not like when when she says we're going to the cemetery. That's not what I thought was going to happen. I was kind of like, okay, why are they going to the cemetery? And then <laughs> and then it's it's uh the Fourth of July uh parade there basically. Yeah, I mean you know me being here in New Orleans, a parade parades end or no actually some parades start at cemeteries so it's not that weird but you know still kind of odd for the fair to be there yeah it's definitely sets you up for a good uh you know leaves a lot of questions like oh i wonder you know how this character is gonna you know develop and who's this new stranger that walks up at the end and you know what's Chico going to ultimately do? I I can't remember if they disclose how many episodes there are going to be, but you know I look forward to having a nice season of episodes, seeing these characters unfold. I mean, you get a good glimpse of your your mixture of loving Mama and like the little sign that says "Days since Mama smacked somebody." I love that, and I believe that Chico's Mama's smacks hurt. I mean, that lady's got some definition. She's she's definitely keeping those guns ready. Yeah, it's uh when she's hugging him, <laughs> his eyes start to pop like the uh like the prisoners when Axe was squeezing the prisoner and his head pops off. Yeah. Oh, originally yeah. I was like, yeah. oh I'd, boy. I'd love, to, I'd love to see arm wrestling X and Chico's mom. Who wins? <laughs> I don't know. I got, oh I don't know, man. I think I got money on Chico's mom. Oh, I don't know. That's that, there's some serious action to be had there. Um, okay, moving on, we'll briefly touch on what you, what else you and I have been working on, and then also Inca's, Inca's down there, I think. Uh, there we go. Yeah, he's um, there. he's down there. We're only touch on it for a second. We've locked the we have locked the script for the wiki episode. Um, I'm super excited for all the jokes that we've got in there. I'm very, very excited for Chico's uh, Chico's little cameo. Chico will be in that episode. That's been confirmed. Uh, that's uh that's one of those things that the entire time we've been doing this everybody's like that's that might be our favorite part <laughs> yeah yeah actually funny the funny enough chico's cameo you know just yeah as chico's one to do just comes in and steals the show thanks alex i'm gonna kick you back down and i'm gonna move along and bring on our uh co-creator our creator writer creator producer duo here all right thanks for having me go ahead and let you know that the uh Bridge to uh, Avalanche is already live and rolling. 
and available at the Gimmicks website, along with the episode, of course, for episode one of House of Chico. I did it this morning. It's actually a remarkably simple process of connecting your wallets and um, a drag and drop and clicking some buttons. Hola, Alberto. hola. Hello. Hello. Hey, sir. what's up? Well, we'll start with you, Alberto. Let's um, do it. Mike's, Mike's going to hop on here in just a second. Oh, there's Mike. He just connected. Hey, what's up, guys? There what's he up, is. Up? So first, I'm going to let you both introduce yourselves by saying your names where I'm not trying to do it. So we'll start uh, start with Mike. Mike, introduce yourself. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm Mike Tenango. I am the writer uh, for part of the writing team for uh, House of Chico. Super excited to be here. Um, yeah, I've uh, already gone through the first, uh, you know, three, four episodes in my mind, and uh, really excited for what you guys uh, are going to see happen. Awesome, and Alberto. Yes, sir. Uh, Alberto Portillo. Um, I am a producer. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see so many emerging, talented voices um, all come together, you know, in this playground and on this project to, to make some fun stuff and excited, you know, that people are receiving it well so far and, you know, excited to see where it goes. Yeah, the gimmicks and this gimmick space and what Toonstar is set up, especially, I think, is, is really a unique place in storytelling. The, that's a great place to play in for creatives. I'm just going to ask you guys to start off with, you know, we'll start off with the man of the hour. You know, when did you guys fall in love with Chico El Luchador? Honestly, uh, pretty much immediately as I was watching the gimmicks. Um, like, he is so clearly the heart and soul of that team, um, which, you know, the comparison I keep making is if anyone out there is a Justice League fan, um, <clears throat> you know, when you when you read the old Justice League comics and watch the old cartoon from like the from the 90s, 2000s, the Flash is like he's the jokester. He's the hopeful one. And while everyone else is like very like either serious or angry or or just kind of crude. Um, like your Batmans and your Wonder Womans, and in the gimmicks case, your sexes, your exes, your chads, uh, Chico and the Flash are just so, so full of hope. And just so, like, no matter what happens, no matter how uh, bad their situation looks, they just always have a silver lining. So, yeah, the moment he came on screen, and it doesn't hurt that, you know, being a Latino, that to see kind of that lucha culture being embraced uh that was obviously like the cherry on top but his his hopeful personality for me that's when i fell in love yeah i would echo that too i, I think he's such a likable guy you know and, and likable personality and he's a he, noble is in in his intent and uh just fun loving and just more on the positive side even though life crushes him down you know he's still pretty positive and I, I really like that i think it's it's he's a really fun character to watch um and, and get into things and you know you're rooting for him to to find a way find a way to win yeah chico does kind of strike me as the 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 forever face in wrestling parlays you know the guy who's like being a bad guy is never really going to fit him but being a good guy is just because he's just this internal op eternal optimist uh I, you know, personally, just to share, when uh, he wanted to do the baking competition, he had me. 
Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, guys, and talking then about now the other end of the, you know, there's Chico is the story and, and everything else. And there's this Web3 world and everything. And, you know, the choose your own adventure voting type nature and everything else that's uh, going to, you know, unfold into this season with the community where, the, where you know, we create alongside of you in a capacity. And I, I'm wondering what you guys are looking at and thinking about for this going forward. You know, you don't have to necessarily leak everything. Azaboom's going to be on here later for that. But um, those kinds of things, like what are y'all looking forward to in this new universe of Web3 creation and storytelling? The final episode, the final shot. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no leaks, no leaks. No spoilers. Um, Alberto and I, uh, we, you know, we've actually talked about this at length as far as like, you know, what Web3 means for creators. And I think, uh, you know, we both have been in the digital kind of web two space for our pretty much our entire careers. And we both know a lot of really talented folks um, who have created followings and, and characters and shows and like are basically like studios in and amongst themselves. But um, every time that they need to kind of pay the bills, that's not what they really can monetize, you know, like the world of, Oh, early YouTube where you put up a couple sketches and the ads come in and you make a couple hundred thousand dollars. That doesn't really exist. That hasn't existed for a long time. So, you know, they have to rely on brands and branded deals to pay their bills. While the stuff that they love, their passions, these these sketches, these characters, um, these jokes that they've they've made, they can't really monetize those as much as a brand deal. Whereas I think in web three, you know you can monetize the thing that you actually love. I mean, you can literally both create and pay your bills in this with the same uh, content, which I think is just like fascinating. Yeah, and, and that creates a lot of opportunity, you know, that we're excited about, and especially as Latino Americans, like, we're hard workers, you know, like, that that shouldn't be a surprise <laughs> to anyone, and if there's an opportunity for us to build, you know, in a Web3 space and engage a community and have so many different options of what we could do with the story, it's really exciting, especially if we're able to leverage the communities that a lot of these social influencers that are the voices have then we could really create a really engaged community and really push, you know, some storytelling too. Like another thing that's exciting is like animation versus live action. It's so much easier to have a helicopter falling out of the sky in animation as an option versus live action, right? It's 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 kind of fun and, and that's where the playground kind of reference comes of like, you know, the the opportunity for us to kind of leverage our audiences and have fun in this new medium or, or this medium of animation where you could do so much and go so many different directions with storylines without having, you know, huge production hurdles that you would in, in live action. Yes. As a, as a guy who's fought off um, alien invasion with two different branches of the yeah. United States military. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's definitely cheaper yeah. to uh, do it in animation than it is to do it for reels. Um, you're, you're totally, totally right there. Uh, though touching on what you're talking about, about bringing in your heritage and from where you're from and stuff, this is kind of one of the things that I think excites me about web three and excites me about, um, the decentralized nature of this, 
emerging form of storytelling and, and presentation of media is that we get to bring this deeper level of authenticity by being able to reach these people from these communities more directly to tell the story. And, uh, you know, y'all are kind of on the forefront of that. I'm working on this Louisiana end down over here. Um, I kind of wanted y'all to touch on that about how, you know, the authenticity that you're able that the authenticity that representation brings with it. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I could dive in first. Yeah, um, yeah I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, um, I mean, authenticity is important for a number of reasons, like more immediately. It, when it's relatable, you feel seen, you feel represented, you feel valued. You know, when you're never represented in any stories that you see, you don't feel seen. You know, it's not as relatable and and you feel overlooked, which is often the Latino American experience, like especially if you grew up like me, I grew up cleaning houses with my mom. You know, my mom was a maid and I'd have to help her go clean houses and, you know, off in the distance or in the back kitchen or, you know, the, in cleaning was, was a lot of my experience and a lot of people I grew up with. We, we are the working force, you know, so we were often in the backgrounds. Um, but to be able to now be in the foreground and be able to speak to things authentically from like the, the language to, you know, the colors to the music to the food, if there were, you know, more food, uh, there is a difference. You know, it's like and speaking of food, it's I, I relate content to food a lot. It's like, do you want, you know, fake Mexican food from a cafeteria or do you want authentic Mexican food from you know, the hands of, of a seasoned Mexican cook, you know, you want the authentic stuff, right? Like, obviously, there's a spectrum and, and, you know, like, we wanted to lean more towards the authentic side in the voices and what they're saying and the frames of reference, um, just because it makes a more authentic experience in the end, that on the flip side is more relatable to the viewer, that says, hey, my dad used to cuss like that, or that reminds me of my mom getting upset, or man, that took me back to my childhood, like when my brother or sister got upset. It's just that is what I'm hoping to trigger with that authenticity where it just really lands and cuts them deep where they feel seen and represented. And that's a cool, it's a cool thing. Yeah, I think, uh, Alberto, I think being seen is such a such an important thing. And to kind of answer your question about, you know, authenticity in that representation. Um, I think a lot of us, regardless of like your background or, or what, what exactly you're looking for in media, I think a lot of us would rather not be represented than be represented poorly. Um, I remember, you know, when you grow up, there are just, and you see, you know, certain characters or storylines that attempt to, like, I always, I always think of, um, like the the character the the latino character who will just like pepper in random words like like he just learned on uh on duolingo where it's like hey we have to go stop that mega spaceship amigo and it's like ah like i like that's just not that's not how anyone talks and that's not like it's it's just it doesn't make it doesn't make you feel good about yourself as opposed to you know i remember for me the first time i like really like lost it was um uh we were watching my dad and i were watching uh star wars episode two attack of the clones and um jimmy smith's was like he's bail organized and that was like a huge thing for me and i didn't even realize at the time you know because i was like 12 i think and it's you know i couldn't put a 
name to that feeling of, of representation and being seen. But I just remember thinking like, holy crap, like I grew up with like adoring Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, like these these white males and that's fine. They're fantastic characters and they still, you know, hold a, a huge place in my heart. But, you know, when you go off and play in the playground, there's always that that moment of like, uh, I guess I like my friend who is white, maybe he should be Luke Skywalker. Maybe I'll be Chewie or something, you know? Um, and then, so then to watch episode two and to see Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa and you're like, holy crap, Latinos exist in the universe. Like Latinos exist in Star Wars. There's there's people that look like me doing big important things. Like that was huge for me. Um, and yeah, so, so I think to go back to that, like one representation is very important. It helps you feel seen in the, in the properties that you love. Uh, and two, that representation needs to be authentic. Otherwise, it's it's you know it's just pandering and insulting. I know it, the be you know again, and not, I hearken it back is Louisiana for me at least with Louisiana. I identify with what you're both talking about with Alberto with the food because we've got our own whole food thing down here, and there's Cajun on menus throughout the country where it usually just means they put Tony Sacheries on it, um, and then. You know, Mike, the same thing, you know, with, with with what you're talking about, about like we would rather be represented um, not at all than represented poorly in that uh, there was a you know, right after Katrina. People wanted to have their different shows and stuff. Fox had this show, Cayville, and it's a running joke in between those of us in the film and television business down here. Or it'll be like, oh, hey, you having a gumbo party this weekend? Because Anthony Anderson has this line about, oh, are you going to come to my mom's gumbo party? Nobody throws gumbo parties. No one has ever heard of a gumbo party. A gumbo party has never existed until Anthony Anderson said it on the Fox television show Kville. That's, <laughs> That's funny. I love that. Let me ask yeah. you: How do you feel? How, as a Louisiana native, do you feel about Gambit, the X, the X Men character? I feel like he's. Oh. I feel like he's uh, like your Speedy Gonzalez, where it's like, okay, I mean, it's pretty stereotypical, but I, well, I'm, you know, I like Speedy. I mean, a, a, a shady individual who does card tricks. I mean, it's a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, as, as far as Gambit, though, no, he is a beloved character here. I mean, like, we we going to claim our guys down here, um, even if they were made by somebody else, and Gambit's kind of loved by everybody else, and so we do claim him. Um, there's some very interesting inside film and entertainment baseball from down here about – how that show with Channing Tatum doesn't come to be and the forces at will there, but that's for another show. Um, last question for you gentlemen. Um, it's probably one of the most important questions that can be asked across the gimmicks universe and across wrestling. What's your finishing move? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, so, okay. I actually, I just put, a finishing move for one of the characters, no spoilers, but I, I just introduced their finishing move, one of Chico's family members. And I kind of want to take, I kind of want to steal that one because I just like <laughs> it so much. Um, so I'll, I'll just say this, uh, you know, you'll see a finishing move in, in one of the episodes. Um, and that's mine. That's, that's my finishing move. It's, that's all I want to say. <laughs> a finishing move to be revealed. Um, I'll jump in. So I go by Birdo oftentimes. Um, and I, I'm, I'm a dad who's been gaining weight pretty quickly. So my belly's getting pretty, pretty big. So I like, uh, big Birdo's belly smash. 
um it's kind of like a cannonball off the ropes um nice leveraging nice. the belly like, yeah it's like a uh a, a very a very padded splash <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um yes yeah i'll go with that i'm absolutely writing that into one of the episodes i hope you know that nice. the... oh yeah oh totally D-D-D. i mean i kind of I kind of feel like that's a thing that maybe Chico's dad does, but he has to pull down his straps before he does it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. And then it's like he gets even fatter. It's like it just is holding. Back yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Like once you drop the straps, then it all pops out, and now yeah. it's ready to go. Yeah, it's an endless jiggle. Um, yeah, big Birdo belly smash. I like it. A lot Excellent. of bees in it. Excellent. Well, thank you, gentlemen. We all look forward to watching more House of Chico, um, and I'm sure that we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thank you. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, this is awesome. Can't wait for the next time. All right, here's Toonstar. Now we have to do the part where we wait for them to unmute. This was part of the show rundown to wait for them to unmute. Believe it or not, did actually add this here. We are muted. Excellent. Fantastic. We can now proceed. We have officially unmuted. We've officially begun segment three because they have unmuted. Huzzah! Um, I'm going to do the thing that has never happened before on a gimmick spaces and introduce our illustrious leaders, the Grand Pumbas of Pumbas, our Wrangler and the forms of Azabu. Pumbas? Yes. I've never been called a Pumba. I've never been called a Pumba before. I know. I called y'all the Pumbas I mean, of Pumbas. I like it. I like, I like it. it. I feel like I should break into like a Hakuna Matata song. There you go. Well, we did play Good Times by K the Beast to bring us into today's show. So Nice. I didn't play the whole thing. Just did the instrumental. Um, fantastic. Welcome, guys. Cool. Welcome. Um, thank you. Thank you. Are, Glad to be here. Ben, thank how, you. How are y'all feeling? I know that it's been a crunch to get to today. Uh, just how are y'all? Um, well, I am well caffeinated now. <laughs> there, there was a there was a distinct lack of caffeine in my life. I would say a couple hours ago, and now I am quite caffeinated. Right. So. What kind Very are we doing good. here? Is it the chai tea situation? Espresso? What are we looking at? Uh, chai tea. I don't know that there's caffeine in chai tea. Isn't that like I drink that there's, at night to like go to bed. There, I think there's like a little. Is there? Well, I don't know if I mean, it's caffeine, but there's some. Yeah, no, Ben, you're right. I think there's something in there that like we've had this debate. Like, the one in my fridge says medium amount of caffeine. Oh, my God. Shit. I don't believe it. For a chai. Oh, for, that just puts me. No, in I effect. think that's right. No, you're right. I think chai tea does. I think the um, matcha matcha does not. Yeah, it right? does. Matcha has I think, absolutely. I think it matcha has, has a low level. I think it's a lower level. Okay, thank you. But it's low level. That's yeah. like low that. Level. That's all like chamomile to me. No, okay. matcha's low yeah. level. Like that's yeah, yeah. I need like you know forms of rocket fuel ca- caffeine. <laughs> to hey, come to should, that. I'm surprised that you don't like just go straight to the Bustelo, Luisa. Like, you know, the, the Cuban can uh, coffee. This looks well, like turbo fuel. I, um, I can't drink caffeine out of a can. That is a that is a rule. I had a very bad experience one time with one of those like effective or is it just like a- No, it makes me like I don't know. It's just like that kind of concentration of caffeine actually has like mm-hmm. a weird 
um, effect where it makes me like ravenous. And then I start like eating out of a can. Yeah. It just like makes me incredibly Hmm. hungry. And then I start Hmm. eating everything in sight. It's like bad. Are you I don't sure know that why. that was caffeine that was in that can? Exactly. You know? <laughs> that sounds weird. I know, exactly. It was caffeine. What the heck was it called? It's like that, in a little, like, shot bottle. It was like, you know, oh, one-day energy yeah. or something oh, like, like that. That's caffeine. Like, yeah. The five hours? Oh, well, the five yeah, hours. Yeah, five-hour yeah. energy. That's There's it. There's a lot. Okay. As a guy who used to take back-to-back five hours in a day on a, on a set day sometimes, there's a lot more in there than uh, just caffeine. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, whatever was in there, like, made wow. me incredibly, like, I was, like, like, I, I, I was literally, like, eating everything in sight. And, yeah. and that, from there on, I was, like, I can't, I can't do caffeine out of a can. Like, yeah, I blame there's... it, I blame it on the can. There's a big vitamin boost in those things, too. So, it right. might have been the giant influx of vitamins. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, since I know, and, and guys, that's been your uh, random banter segment for this show. Oh, um, okay. That was our lo- uh, That was our allotted banter. Yeah, that was the We are being segment. we're being um, limited in the On amount the of ban- banter. banter. Well, no, like, I'm not Ben's running this thing like no, it's I'm good. Strict. It's I very mean, good. You know, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not limiting the banter, but like I had nowhere else to go. On Louisa gets cracked out on five hour energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, ben, but but Ben, sorry. Ben. But, <laughs> Before we before we end the before we end the um, random banter portion, yes. or, or leave the random banter portion, I yes. uh, did I did I did want to say, you have a very smooth voice, and and uh, I I think I we knew this before. It's like his radio. Yeah, it's, it's it's really oh, yeah. good, and and but you're also like you're also super smooth in real life, but also, I didn't re- I'm like wow, that's like it's very very impressive. I just I just yeah. wanted to, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, well, you know, there is a uh, an on a performance mode, and here I am. This is this is <laughs> this is Ben in it's performance ben, mode. Smooth, it's smooth. smooth. Yeah. smooth. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, I, previously in spaces, I was doing Ben on the panel mode. Now I've got to do host mode. So it's a little different. There's a there's a slight variation in tone. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. you know it's yeah. it's kind of the difference in between an RPO offense and a traditional pro style. Yes, um, that makes sense. Yes, that like made it. no yeah. sense to me whatsoever. Well, you should go. You should read. You should read more on what is running game content. Um, no, <laughs> that is a joke for like three people. Um, <laughs> moving on, the big big question: We left last season, and. We everything burned down. I mean, everything burned down, and I'm not really sure about what sort of multiversal shift happened at the same time. But like, multiple versions of people and universes became no longer aligned on contract, and we see uh, Gallows and Anderson show up on Raw. And so, you know, the big question in the gimmicks versus they showed up where? Well, they were on 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 Monday Night Raw on on Steph's show. What? What? On stuff. Did you know about this? I did not know. How could you not tell me? I did not tell you. I didn't know about it. How how would I how would I tell you if I didn't know about it? What? How come no one told us about this? I mean, it it did come up. They 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 ran out there. Apparently, they're skipping a New Japan date. Also, Um, so you know, the WWW is not the only. uh, 
uh, promotion that they've left high and dry to go play with Steph. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm, you know, we're we wondering. We should have a discussion about letting us know about these yeah. things before you bring us up on spaces the last and, and drop and drop this news. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I, it's certainly, it's, it's, it's certainly a case. Well, like, listen, it, like it's certainly a case for, uh, Life imitating art at, at the very at the very least. Imitating life. Imitating life, right? Imitating art. Imitating art. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. There's definitely something very, very, very prophetic. Prophetic about that. Yeah. So the right. So the season finale seemed to be a prophecy of sorts. Well, we should definitely introduce even though, a vote of some sort. Even though there was no this. knowledge that, that was going to happen. Absolutely no knowledge. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. we should tweet at them yeah. right now. Oh, that would be a thing to do. That yeah. would be a thing to do in the gimmicks first. I mean, like those, those who hear us, you know, you can tweet at Gallows, tweet at Anderson. Um, I mean, tweet at, tweet at, tweet at Anderson and uh, tell him that he's a Chad too bad sellout. <laughs> that's completely in kayfabe and, i like it um, it is it is and, you should and, absolutely tweet that at him and then um you know as far as you got for for, for uh mr gallows there uh sex i mean you could probably just tweet at him and say like hey what what are you doing to avenge the www and the right. answer is going to be i can tell you the answer is going to be nothing y'all but you know well, just, believe yeah, you me, the there's going to be some avenging happening. Yes. Well, you know, all right. Y'all heard it here first from there will Wrangler be. and Louisa that avenging is coming. There will be, there will be avenging. Yes. Because we are avengeful. <laughs> avengeful. Oh, yes. I mean, I think, I think uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we should look for, we should call it the reckoning. There will be reckoning. Yes. Yes. A reckoning. A reckoning. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, a reckoning. Um, this is just where I wanted to take the, the brief moment to also, before we bring up Avalanche, to thank you both for the opportunity you've allowed me to take in uh, doing this show and to come and help on the Discord and to, um, just so everybody knows, I'm getting paid ever so slightly. Um, <laughs> paid sponsorship. Ever so slightly. Yeah. This is like the ad ad disclosure. So this is yeah. This so is that like, there's no like, FCC yeah, rule yeah, violations yeah. here. Right, right. Don't uh, come no, at us, FCC. No, you mean FCC or SEC? Or SEC. Well, I think well the no, it's FCC to do disclosure about paid. Oh, yes. the paid. So you're talking about the FCC. FCC. Yes. The SEC. Well, we haven't done Different. anything, so. Different, right. Okay, got it, got it. I got, got it. it, I got it. Yes. I mean, because then when we start talking about SEC, if we're talking about the ones in Birmingham, they can go to hell. But that's <laughs> 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 Moving along, we move on to Avalanche. Dominic is our, uh, is this our Avalanche person yes. to bring up here. Excellent, I will add him. Uh, and go ahead and start with it, which is that, hey, um, we're moving to Avalanche. Woo! So why? We are moving to Avalanche. Well, yeah, moving right now. I think there's, you know, a bridge that is open. Yeah. And I think some people have already crossed that bridge. 
Very exciting. The bridge, the bridge has been built. The bridge has been built. The bridge has been built and people We got over are, it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we, the bridge has been built and people are, are currently crossing the bridge as we speak. That is yeah, correct. That's right. No, yes. no, it's like it's it's a it's a metaphor, but it also is is true. Yes, I did it this morning. Um, I'll admit, I was I was definitely a little hesitant about like this concept about what is this that we're going to do and uh, how difficult is it going to be, and it's remarkably painless and easy. Yay! Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Well, I think that's like so. Um, Ben, I think it's, and, you know, I think it's, it's, you know, I, I, I always like qualify these things by saying, I think it is, I, you know, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to always like completely, you know, verify things, but, but I do think this is the, the first migration of this kind in web three. Now, if someone is aware of another, that'd be great. It'd be, it'd be, you know, cool to, cool to like know about it, but I, but there, as far as I'm aware, there hasn't been any kind of migration like this in Web3 yet, which, you know, is it's cool because it's a Web3 first. But um, I think the other part that's really cool about it is, you know, Ben, to your point, the 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 UX and the process is super, you know, it's super simple, uh, super slick. And it's it's actually really, really fun too the way that the way that it was built. Uh, and, you know, so all kudos to, you know, all, all kudos to the Wrangler and the tech team and, and, you know, to Dominic. Our way too digital friends. Yeah. Way too digital, way too digital friends. Um, and, the uh, you know, and, and Dominic and, and, uh, team Avalanche, cause it's, uh, it turned out, it turned out, you know, really, really well. That's all. Yeah. There you go. Hi, Dominic. I was going to say, we're super excited. Um, start you know watching the show and being a part of it um the bridge went uh the bridge went really smooth i was super impressed with that as well yeah it's uh just for for those those of you who are listening to it and stuff it's a pretty simple process you you go to the move to avalanche part on the website and um connect your phantom and then connect what you're going to use for avalanche which is either core or metamask um and you know, click your some your some clicking of signs and approvals, and then you drag one thing from one wallet to the other, and off it goes with a Chico trailer and van. And you've crossed over. Yeah, and then it's done. And then it's done, painless. And you've crossed. And yeah, now I will have to disclose: we definitely had to make sure that Azaboom was in another room while we were building this so that his force field I was actually did in, not... I was actually in another city. <laughs> yeah. So that his that force was, field could not I was, I was pretty much yeah, I was pretty much required to be in a different in a different city. His very special force field could not so that I would not blow up the I would not bridge impact the, the tech in a, yeah. in, a, in a negative way. Yeah, they, oh yeah. As of, famously, you know, the the Asboom suffers from Dr. Alan Grant syndrome. Yes. Uh, yes. Not 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 good with technology. <laughs> this is true. Which yes. is interesting for someone who's a part of a technology company. Right. <laughs> no, but he's the QA, right? I am like the QA. If, no, but I think that's where if it actually... works for him. I really like it. Will literally work for everybody. This yeah. is so true. 
That's the fail safe. Yeah. That's the fail safe. It's actually a secret weapon. It is a secret weapon. It's a secret weapon being part of a tech company. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're super excited to be on Avalanche. I mean, we know that, um, we know that there've been questions. We've seen it in discord, um, on Twitter and everybody has that question. Right, Ben? Yes, they do. The, the why, the why, um, you know, the how, the wins, we've already got those out of the way. The why is definitely one that's been asked though. Yes. Shall we talk about the why? I mean, I think that that's, that, that is where we, but that's where we should be right now. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the why. Let's talk about the why of it. Um, well, I think that, you know, we'll just start it off by talking about um, a little bit of like, you know, when we met, like Dominic, we met what, uh, in June, maybe? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, NFT NYC, I think. That's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. We met in NFT NYC um, at an event. And, um, you know, we just, I think we just got to talking about. In a relatively sober state, too. In, uh, yes. Yeah, we yeah. were very much sober. Yeah. Sober and COVID free. Yes. Which, is, which were two things that right. not very many people could which say. Is a, it's, I was going to say, that's why it's, it's kind of a rare. That's it a was very bit of a, rare. It's kind of a unicorn at, yeah. at NFT NYC. Yep. Yeah. And we, we got to meet, um, you know, some really great folks over at Avalanche. And it was the first time we really got to, you know, like talk about, um, you know, what, what they were up to, uh, you know, meet some of the folks who, you know, had projects on Avalanche. And we, you know, they wanted to learn about the gimmicks and, um, and just kind of, you know, share. And we're all a part of the Web3 ecosystem. And they uh, actually invited us out um, to uh, an Avalanche House event. It was one of their developer conferences. Yeah. Um, I think a couple weeks later in New York. Which is super cool. That was yeah. the e, it was the E1. It was the E1, E1 event, which is like, yeah, Racing, cool. which yeah. was very fun. Very cool. Um, and I think, you know, for us, we knew, um, you know, even then that we had plans on what we wanted to do with the gimmicks project in terms of the build and how we wanted to improve on, um, you know, the, the utilities and, um, you know, like even more tool sets and functions that we wanted to bring to our gimmick holders and, um, what we wanted to see as the future of like the, um, gimmicks universe story world. And, um, as we were sort of thinking about that and thinking about, about the build, um, we really, you know, we just started thinking about, well, you know, what it meant to like, you know, build in, in, in terms of like being a part of a community. And that's really kind of where we, um, as we participated and went to the Avalanche developer conferences, we got to see how the developers in the, um, in the Avalanche world, you know, kind of interacted and worked together and, and shared ideas. And it really kind of made us feel like um, that this was something that we, we could really, you know, benefit from and being able to um, being able to be a part of something and um, not just be building kind of like our projects in, in isolation, because um, it's always better to have like more ideas and be part of like brainstorming and to, and to have opportunities um, to be part of conferences, to be able to like share best practices 
And, and that was really kind of the beginning of like when we started truly thinking about like, you know, is this something that could be beneficial for the project and, and, you know, for, for us, um, as a team. Yeah. Yep. And I, I mean, and the, I think the other thing that was, um, the other thing that was, uh, you know, I think a, a big factor was just, um, you know, the more we talked to, to the avalanche team, um, you know, Dominic, Devin, mm-hmm. John, um, you know, the Lydia, Lydia, the rest of the team, it, it became, it became really clear to us that there was a shared vision around, you know, the future of, of basically entertainment and, and web three. Um, and this kind of idea for what we could, what we could partner to build together. Um, that we're, you know, we're, we're coining, we're coining this now and you're, you're going to hear us, you know, talk a lot about this over the coming months. Um, but this idea, this, this notion of Hollywood 3.0, um, which we think really is, is the, you know, we, we think it's the, the future of Web3 entertainment. We think there's, a, you know, there's a ton of potential um, for, you know, to, to build this essentially, you know, new industry Um that in you know in a lot of ways will will be really about this idea of participatory storytelling, um, you know, combined with you know really unique, engaging community experiences, um, and you know, and, and also in a lot of ways be a bridge between Web two, um, which you know I think the I think House of Chico is a pretty good example of that, where we've got you know this amazing. Um, you know, Latino talent uh, influencers that are that are voicing the characters, and they're you know they're all you know very well known and 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 popular in in the Web two space. Um, and so I think you know House of Chico is is you know symbolic of of this you know type of bridge from Web two to Web three, um, but also you know this idea of being a bridge from tradition you know traditional Hollywood to Web three, um, which again is you know. House of Chico is is symbolic of that because we've got, you know, Mark Consuelos who came on as as EP and and he's also voice talent and that's someone that comes, you know, more from the traditional Hollywood space. So, you know, our our sort of, you know, vision of of what Hollywood 3 3.0 can be and what what the blockchain combined with storytelling and and combined with 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 uh entertainment can be. Um, was was very clear that you know we we had this kind of like shared vision with the Avalanche team, and I think that's that's another that's another really big reason for the for the partnership. And I think it's exciting because I think that's it, it, you know it's going to give you some hints as to what as to what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I agree. I, I think we had even when we met um, all that time ago in June. Like, I, I think that that's kind of the most important thing is people who are trying interesting use cases. And, you know, I I think things people commonly get caught up in is they look at what's like, they look at the current environment and then tell you that that's what the environment's going to look like forever. And it's just, that seems like to never be the case. Right. So I think there is a, like a unique thing that can happen between storytelling, NFTs, community participation and like what does it look like i don't know but i definitely think that there's value there so i'm excited to see how this progresses over 
you know, the coming years. And I think you all will be at the forefront of that. So, you know, I think those are the things we're excited about at Avalanche is to, to be on the forefront of the innovation as opposed to just always trying to be reactive to things. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely yep. say that yep. as soon as the Avalanche uh, announcement was made, we definitely saw a, a a big outcry of like, oh, yay, from the Avalanche community. Um, I feel like that was something that was definitely noticed as soon as we made that announcement. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely exciting times with everything that we're doing. Yeah, well, and it, no, Ben, I think that's a great point. And I was going to, you know, the, the, the other thing I was going to say, too, is just, in, you know, Dominic, this is a testament to what, you know, you guys have built, um, not just on the tech side, but also on the community side. And the response we've seen has been, you know, has been amazing. Um, and I think that just is a reflection of the, the kind of community that, that you guys that you guys have built. Uh, and, I'm, you know, we mentioned this at the. Um, when did we uh, we mentioned at the uh, the premiere mm-hmm. event in uh, the premiere event in Berkeley, and you know you you guys were you know sort of out talk you know you guys came out to you know to to talk about the partnership um, on social media, and I think within a day like our our socials doubled, uh, and we're not you know we're not talking you know hundreds we're talking you know going from you know double of like a ten thousand to a twenty thousand number in in a day. And so I think that's, you know, that's not something you see very often. And I think that is also a reflection of the kind of community that you guys have built and the excitement and how everybody sort of just jumps in to support what what you guys do. Yeah, definitely. Just a very supportive. I mean, the messages that we received in terms of like, you know, other builders and developers in the community um, just welcoming us um, to Avalanche. Uh, It was it was really it was really good to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I tell people this all the time because I think people get caught up in, in looking at like graphs and stats and these websites that show, you know, all these numbers and then, then they kind of judge an ecosystem off of that. And I think it's rather short-sighted because in my interactions, we have a very strong community here. Um, and, and it just, I think it needs people that, can like kind of bring it together around something cool. Like there's a lot of opportunity that I don't think shows up in a, a dashboard or like an analytics page or that people use to assess like where community's at. So I'm actually really excited to see what, what you guys can do uh, in that sense, because I know there's a lot of really active people here that are, I think are going to be really interested in this. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. It's awesome. And so looking now, which brings me straight into the next question, the, the very important one regarding our new friends with avalanche and what's going on here uh house of chico nfts what's the word oh they're coming and they are going to be special um yeah so we're we're definitely we have um a really great collection planned for the house of chico um, it's going to be very different than what you guys have seen for season one of the gimmicks. Um, and, uh, I would say that we're really going to be focused on the notion of, um, collecting and encouraging folks to be able to, um, trade, create, and that's going to be part of the ecosystem build 
is to give people a space to be able to show off their collections, to be able to come together, maybe, you know, swap their collections to maybe, um, I mean, obviously all of the functionalities are going to remain in terms of being able to create wiki, but we're going to next level it up to be able to have um, people kind of create profiles against their, um, to, to be able to like show off their collections, like, like a gallery, um, to be able to, um, you know, kind of have a safe space to be able to trade and share with each other. Um, and, and, and even, you know, be able to augment their current existing, um, NFTs. So is that enough of a alpha? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask what I can, what I can. And you are say. not allowed to share anything. I mean, I do want to make sure that I, the swap thing is one that I, in the trade, um, that's one that I remember asking about when I was in, invited up on some spaces a long, mm -hmm. long time ago, earlier this year. We heard um, you. And I remember it came up and it was the things like, oh yeah, we're going to put that in. And now here it is. Or it's we coming. heard you. It's, uh, it's not a small undertaking, I will say. But um, but it's going to be really fun. I think like, if anything, like you guys can expect like what we're really, really focused on um, in in terms of all of our build. Um, you know, the one thing that we're always looking to improve in, in you know, how we sort of design and build things. Um, and, you know, the one thing that I think in season one, we we tackled so much. Right. Like we we dropped a collection that, you know, just was you know, insane in terms of like the number of traits that uh, we had in the collection. Um, you know, the fact that we are, you know, doing votes and dick punches and, and all, all of that sort of stuff. I think the one area that we're, you know, really sort of like in retrospect looking back is like, we wish that um, the, the way in which people engage could be easier, could be simpler, could be a little less friction filled. Um, and that's what we want to focus on this time. And I think the bridge is a good example of that. Um, we want it to be, we want people to kind of like enter that experience and be like, wow, that was easy. Um, you know, we, we want it to feel like that so that we can continue to encourage, um, people to enter the web three space and not feel so intimidated. We want this to be, you know, three clicks of a button and a drag and drop and, and just, you know, boom, have this like seamless experience so that they can, you know, move on to the fun stuff, which is the story building, the interacting with other, um, you know, gimmick holders, trading, sharing, all of that. Yes, I know a lot of the things that are coming now, guys, but they also made me sign things to say that I can't tell you. So <laughs> there's that. And I'm in that same boat. <laughs> Yeah, so I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Dominic, are you sitting over there being like, "Oh man, I want to talk about this, but I can't." Yeah, I'm sitting there saying, yeah. "I'm not gonna talk because I don't know if what I'm gonna say is allowed to be said." So I'm just kind of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, no, that's what you mean. Oh, I know what like, you mean. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's what Azaboom's doing too. At least Leaker Boom, that form of Azaboom, <laughs> is oh, sitting yeah. there right now. Um, just like Leaker being tackled boom. by other forms of Azaboom. That's right. Yeah, Leaker Boom has been tied up, gagged, 
the whole thing. But, but, Le- but, mean, Leaker Bo- but Leaker Boom is trying to make an evaluation. He's, he's, he's making a run at it. He's trying to. Oh, my goodness. I feel, I feel him trying to make a run for it, but we'll see. Yeah. But I mean, stay we'll be making there... those announcements on Discord and on um, in and on our spaces. Um, so definitely, you know, kind of keep keep an eye out. We'll be making those announcements of what's but coming. The, but the theme, but the theme really is that what, like you know, ver- like you know, and I think you know, I think the you know, it's it's fair to say the Dick Punch was the Dick Punch was a you know popular was a success. Um, but I think we're looking at the dick punches like version 1.0 and the things you're going to see coming are going to be, you know, version 2.3. These these are going to be the next iterations, but the theme is going to be all around, you know, it's, it's both content and, you know, community and, you know, community utility, you know, uh, social, you know, social utility that it's content plus those things. That's what we're going to keep, you know, keep building. So you're going to see some really cool uh, utility functionality coming that that's going to be, you know, that's going to deliver some really cool community experiences um, in that same vein of like, you know, social, social, in, you know, social engage, social interactivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, well, I feel like. As I say, I feel like we're at a point where I can let y'all go or we're going to be uh, hammering you for things that you can't talk about. Uh, Dominic, thank you for joining us uh, from Avalanche. Uh, and then John and Louisa. If, y'all wanna either, if any of y'all want to say goodbye or anything. I, I do. Thank you very much for having me. And we're super excited for, you know, this season and the forthcoming seasons and just kind of all the stuff that you all have planned to see all that come to life. So, um I'm really excited, and I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be an active participant. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone. Fuck yeah, buddy, Dominic. Fuck uh, yeah, buddy. Fuck yeah, buddy. Thank you. And uh, Wrangler and uh, at the forms of Azaboom. Fuck y'all. Fuck fuck yeah, buddy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> get yeah, the fuck buddy. out of here. He's like, Ben, Ben's like, Ben's, Ben's like, you no. got to get the fuck off the stage. Get off the stage, stage now. But I'm Ben, I haven't cr- I haven't cried yet. Well, I mean, you know, I, there's always, I, thought, I mean, I really thought about it a lot. Well, I didn't like, you know, I don't know how long I need to just talk about my like undying gratefulness to both of you for that to happen. It's like, talk about you know, the third man and then he'll like the third start man. crying immediately. I mean, you know, I'm sitting here today in my wag dick shirt and black pants that say third man that I got. Do they really? They really do. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. Oh, my God. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now I'm getting close. Now ben, Ben, I'm no. getting close. Oh my I'm God. Getting close. Get out of here. We went <laughs> Don't be to uh, my lady and I went on vacation. We went to Nashville for, we went to Tennessee for a week. Went to Nashville. And uh, come to find out, I didn't know this, Jack um, Jack White's uh, record label was called Third Man Records. Oh, wow. So walked right in there, and there's all this great stuff that says Third Man on it, like everywhere. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I just have to buy things here now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I have a great picture of me standing in front of this big sign that says Third Man Hardware. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. You got to send that picture. 
guess that, Luisa had. Well, I think that picture. I think that's probably trademark now. Well, I think that picture. <laughs> well, I think that picture needs to end up in an episode. Like we can definitely. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I'm not, I guess not he that signed. I'm... I guess he signed us up for it. Amish, yeah. I hope you're listening. Amish, hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, he's down there. I see him. I see him. He's, got, oh, he's, he's cursing nice. us Amish now. Amish is cursing. Amish he's is like, cursing. God damn it! He's cursing Ozaboom profusely. He's got a fancy background here. I like this mint, th- mint green thing going on down here for Amish. I know. I know. Um, He's fancy. Yeah. yeah, that's a fancy look. Um, yeah. Wrangler. That's just, yeah. And, and as a boom, thank you so much uh, for everything. Your third man loves you. And, uh, um, the, <laughs> now he's going to cry. Are you going to get it? Are you going to yeah, Am no, I going to no, go one or going to start oh. tearing yeah. up. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> We're 1-0 oh on making Asboom cry on appearances. We're going to have to work harder for this. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, guys. Uh, I'm going to hit the announcements here. Y'all can hang out for that, whatever. Y- y'all, y'all own this place. Um, guys, just so everybody knows, Dictivities, uh, there are none this week. Dictivities will return next week. Uh, also, vote... Make sure you go out and vote. Vote is going to become active on the website today. And when it does, it will be active until 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's 6 p.m. Pacific time on Monday, which is uh, 9 o'clock Eastern time on Monday. So Monday night. Monday night is when that's going on. Um, otherwise, I uh, and the next episode will drop not next week, but the week after. It's two weeks on House of Chico, guys. Um, think of a name for this podcast. We didn't really talk about that. That was maybe going to go in the banter segment, but instead we talked about five hour energy and, um, yeah, until we all get together again, fuck yeah, buddies.